Welcome to Intersect, where church meets culture. I'm Josh Desch, pastor of Community and Discipleship at Northeast Presbyterian Church in Columbia, South Carolina, and I am joined, as always, by my beautiful wife, Betsy. Bets, how are you today? Great. Well, everybody, have you heard of FOMO, fear of missing out? We've got a good one for you today, rejecting FOMO. Yeah. How to reject this new emotional, psychological state that particularly younger people, but increasingly lots of people across our society are feeling, which is this feeling of, oh no, what have I missed out on? Mm-hmm. Th- you know, I saw this posting on Facebook or over here, or I heard about this and I wasn't a part of it. Mm-hmm. What are my friends doing that I'm not? That's right. So let me go ahead and set the table here. There's a great article from Time Magazine from 2016 by Eric Barker with the title, The Facebook Illusion. And in that article, Barker describes and defines FOMO. Betsy, can you do that for our audience? Yeah, he describes it as the uneasy and sometimes all-consuming feeling that you're missing out, that your peers are doing in the know about or in possession of something more or something better than you. Okay. So a fairly comprehensive definition there. So FOMO is this, it's this anxiety. Right. That you are missing out on something. It's the fear of missing out. Now, Bets, do you know what FOBO stands for? I have not heard of that Have one. you heard of FOBO? Okay, I recently learned about this. FOBO stands for fear of a better option. Oh. And I have specifically yes. seen FOBO used in regards to online dating sites. Oh, because think, think uh, it is horrible. <laughs> You're but, saying a better person? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, that's how I've seen it used. I was reading recently, and, and it said one of the challenges with online dating, and I know for the record, tons of people have met their spouses on online dating, and it's a wonderful thing and right. all that. But I have, I have heard that one of the challenges with online dating is maybe you meet someone, you think, oh, this, this person's cool, you have a good texting exchange, have an email exchange, but guess what? There's like 300 other options. Yeah. Of people that you could be texting or emailing, and all of a sudden, you're dealing with FOBO. Uh-oh. Right. You're like, what if Mr. Right is one of those other options? Yeah. There's yeah. there's the fear of a better option. FOBO, also, you could say if you have options of what to do on your weekend, maybe you don't want to commit to one because you're like, oh, if I commit to one, what if this other one is way better? That's right. We are living, folks, in a FOMO and a FOBO world. Man. Are you ready for this? It's tough. Hey, more from this Time Magazine article, and I quote, Studies say we can't help but compare ourselves to other people. We can't help but compare our lives to theirs. Even if we logically know Facebook isn't an accurate depiction of people's lives, well, confronting your seemingly inadequate life 24-7 against an unachievable false reality can hammer your already vulnerable self-esteem. You can't just compete with their highly edited topiary of lifestyle awesomeness. That's a great sentence. It is, isn't it? (laughs) Back to the quote, especially when you're feeling a little down or anxious to begin with, end quote. So this article talks about how even though we know Facebook and Instagram and all that, even though we know it's not real life deep down, we know that it is, you've used this word, Bets, highly curated, I believe you've said in the past. Yes, 
we know that it's people putting their best foot forward and using filters and, and editing. And we use it that way to put our best foot forward. Of course we do. I'm not putting a bad picture of myself up. <laughs> right. You don't want one like where you have a turkey neck or like, oh, yeah. um, you know, I don't know, you got something stuck in you your teeth. You got that good side of your face. You got to show that off. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, you got to put some product in your hair and do all that stuff. The, the point of the article, which I think is fascinating, is, okay, deep down, we all know that Facebook isn't reality. But yet it's hammering us 24-7, and it's, it's chipping away at our self-esteem, even though we know that it's not the real deal. Yeah. It, it seems like it shouldn't do that, but, but yet it does. Yeah, it's a psychological effect. You can tell yourself it's not real, it's not real, it's not real. But you know what? You're seeing that topiary of lifestyle awesomeness. And it goes <laughs> Such to— Such a great quote. It also goes to how much we are driven by images, you know, even totally. if our brain is telling us this isn't real, you're still seeing the image of something beautiful and you're like, wow, they're doing that today and here I am, you know, sitting in the carpool line picking up my kids or sure. whatever. Sure, I don't know. They, they look like that 20 mm-hmm. years after graduation. They're doing this, they're mm-hmm. doing that, they've achieved this. Well, let me move to this question. How does FOMO affect us? Again, I think this is fairly obvious that... Uh, FOMO would be a, have a negative impact on us. There, there's an anxiety there. And if, if you Google this, it's really not hard to find research, good research, on the effects of social media in particular on people's health outcomes. Mm-hmm. So, Betts, here's one from the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine recently conducted a study about the effects of social media on the moods of users, and the research determined that the more time young adults use social media, the more likely they are to be depressed. Yikes. And, you know, that's you you will particularly find lots of studies on young adults, but I, I think it's probably fairly obvious it's true for all of us, right? Mm-hmm. And some studies would say, well, maybe young adults who tend toward depression are going to be more heavy social media users anyway. So you know you have these interesting correlations That's right. that back up the data. And, and none of the studies say that you're more likely to be anxious and depressed just by using social media, period. Mm-hmm. Right. It's obviously There's for There's all that, kinds of factors. That's right. It's yeah. obviously for the heavy users, for the users that are on tons of platforms and all that. But the point is, this is something that we should be aware of. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. So, bets. We we are living in a, in a FOMO world. Fear of missing out. We're living in a FOBO world. Fear of a better option. What are we going to do about it? I mean, (laughs) what do we do? Help. It's funny because you mentioned Facebook and Instagram, but I want to mention Venmo. Mm. I don't know if all of our listeners are familiar with Venmo. Venmo is an app where you can um, pay someone money without any real money changing hands, if that makes sense. It's sure. it's either a credit card payment or directly from your bank account. So let's say you go out to dinner with your friend and you want to split the bill and you don't want to actually put down a credit card because who does that anymore? Sure. So Used to be called going Dutch, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. When you would split anyway. the bill. Right, right, right. Yep. Um, but credit cards are so um, passe. So, let, so you say let's, we're going to Venmo each other. So that just means you pay each other virtually, essentially. It goes right into your bank account. Um, so the funny thing about Venmo is this is now another avenue for FOMO. Okay. Again, fear of missing out. Mm. There's actually a phenomenon called Venvi. Now that is Venmo envy. Venvi. <laughs> um, because this is why, because for a lot of users of, Ven- of Venmo, um, their transaction history is public. 
So what it means is you are seeing what your friends are doing. Like you're saying, oh, my friend went out with my other friend and they split the bill at this restaurant because the transactions are often public. Why are people making them public? You can set them to private, but often people don't do that for... I don't know if they don't know that they can or if they kind of like yeah, it's gotta be showing intentional. what you're doing on Venmo. Yep. So you maybe you see that your friend Venmoed um, for concert tickets and you're like, oh, I didn't go to a concert. Look at me. I'm just at home sitting on my on my couch. You know, you get anxiety for that reason. Or you say, what? My two best friends went out to dinner and Venmoed each other and I wasn't there. Yeah. So sure. um, Venvi is a real thing now. And they want me to see it. That's right. Because that's why they, so it's another way. Or maybe unintentional or intentional. We don't know, but uh, it's another way that you can grow in discontentment. (laughs) I don't use Venmo, but you do. Do you have Venvi bets? I haven't yet. But I might. Really? I'm okay. I'm old and all I use Venmo for is paying my son's saxophone teacher. Well <laughs> I'm keeping you accountable, girl. Yeah. For the Venvi. Yeah. Okay. So just want to say this to our audience. We know our audience, you know, spans the ages, generations, all this. Some of our audience might say, Well, look, FOMO, fear of missing out, FOBO, fear of a better option. This doesn't apply to me. I do want to say to our audience, it does apply to someone you know. Mm-hmm. Because when you think about the generation particularly, let's just say, 30 and under. I mean, we're living in a FOMO world. Mm -hmm. This is simply describing a reality that is already there. And as we've said on this podcast before, social media is not going away. It's part of the fabric of the world that we live in. And so there is relevance to FOMO and FOBO, whether you feel like it applies to you or not. Right. All right. So here is a question I want to put out there. How do we embrace the present while keeping hope in the future? That's a good question. Because as Christians, I believe we're called to do both. We're, we're called to embrace the present, not experience FOMO and FOBO. And Venvi. And Venvi, thank you. And we also want to keep our hope in the future. I found, Betts, the most wonderful and fascinating article from USA Today. Guess what the title of the article is? Hmm. Why Winnie the Pooh is the living-in-the-moment hero we need right now. <laughs> I mean, don't you just love that? Yeah, I love I love Winnie the Pooh so much, and this article was so brilliant, and I want to quote from this article. And as I read from this article, please just imagine sweet Winnie the Pooh mm-hmm. with that shirt that's a little too short. Yeah, his shirt is always too short. Oh, he doesn't care, though. And his, his belly's sticking out. Yeah, just, just think about Winnie the Pooh. Just, you know, get comfortable. Get your honeypot out as, <laughs> as I read this. Okay, I'm going to quote. Here, here, here it is. Pooh just is. He loves and he lives without taking a selfie or worrying about FOMO. That's really funny. <laughs> he doesn't care what he's missing out on. He's too enraptured by the present. In a voice that's the equivalent of a warm blanket, he extols that today is my favorite day. Yesterday, when it was tomorrow, it was too much day for me. Yes, he's clumsy. He gets sticky food everywhere. Yes, he's a bear of little brain. But there's a reason he's the greatest friend in the Hundred Acre Wood. He never chooses work over caring for his loved ones. He enjoys the sweetness of life immensely without broadcasting his perfect day on social media. Pooh doesn't need to announce his misfortune or joke about how chubby he is. (laughs) He's just living joyously and singing about it. Indeed, he has a song about how he's short and fat and proud of that. (laughs) He's not being sarcastic. 
When he says he stretches to improve my appetite, he only accidentally sounds like a meme. He doesn't need Instagram likes. End quote. Okay. I love that. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah. You know, we're having some fun here. But I think the author of this, we'll link it on the show notes, is really on to something where we are called to live in the present. That's right. I mean, today is the day the Lord has made. Mm-hmm. And, and we should strive for contentment in the situation that God has put us in. That's right. God doesn't make mistakes. God has chosen the family he's put us in, the job he's put us in, the body with the particular ups and downs with our health that he's put us in. And we're called to embrace that and in a silly but also profound way. Winnie the Pooh does model that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not only just being content, but also investing fully where we are in the present, not being so distracted with what other people are doing or what you might be missing out on, but really living the life that's right in front of you. That's right. And he models that so much. And and when you embrace the present, you actually experience joy. Mm-hmm. And interesting, the Time Magazine article, which of course is not a Christian publication, but at the conclusion of that article, it says, and here I'm quoting, gratitude is arguably the king of happiness. Hmm. What the What does the research say? that a person is uh, that is more inclined to gratitude is less likely to be depressed. Hmm. And gratitude, of course, is a Christian principle uh, of, you know, it's, it's broader than that, but for Christians, it's, it's being thankful to God for what He's done for us in Jesus and content with the situation that we've been given. Right, and thankful for the little joys in our lives, not needing to say, well, my life would be better if I had the little joys in someone else's life. Yeah. Um, I, I heard this great quote about jealousy. I don't remember where I heard it from, but jealousy is all the fun that you think other people had. Mm. You know, we, we are so prone to look around us and always assume the grass is greener. Mm-hmm. And what we're actually doing is we are denying and losing the joy that God wants to give us in the present. That's right. And so... We need to reject FOMO. We need to reject FOBO. Again, fear of missing out and fear of a better option. And say, hey, today is the day the Lord has made, and I should rejoice and be glad in it. That's right. And again, if social media is the issue, then really maybe we could take some proactive steps to change how you use social media. Yeah, I I don't think there's another option. Again, doesn't mean stop using social media doesn't mean totally, you know, break away from social media, but consider how you use social media because the studies are all clear that that's the principal driver of FOMO. Mm-hmm. You know, Bets, I was reminded of the words of Jesus, which really on this topic and on anxiety in general are the, the most elegant and beautiful words that we will ever found. Jesus says this in Matthew 5, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, 
even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? Or, parentheses here, what shall I post? What shall I do? (laughs) What did my neighbor eat for dinner last night at that cool restaurant? Who else is out there? (laughs) Yeah. Back to the Bible. For the Gentiles seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious about itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Yeah, I love that Jesus was talking about anxiety there, and clearly the people listening were anxious about different things. Sure. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that, that, that he was addressing anxiety. Yeah, they, they were most likely uh, anxious about more of their physical needs, Mm -hmm. but yet we are experiencing this, in many ways, psychological needs that we need to rest in with Jesus. That's right. So, hey folks, we hope that you are able to say no to FOMO. We do hope you'll have FOMO, though, if it means you're missing out on this podcast. Of course. Yeah. Yes. You should have FOMO about that. Yeah, and uh, just kidding. Whatever fear of a better podcast would no, be, don't even go there. Don't go there. No, you're way. not going to find one. <laughs> Speaking of bets, how can how can our listeners tell us they like it? I mean, well, I'll always remember we do have show notes for this episode and all other episodes at our website. Uh, anyprez.com slash podcasts. Also, if you have any um, feedback you want to let us know about or episode ideas or um, questions. Questions, yeah. yeah. Give us an email. Our email is intersect at anyprez.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Intersect Podcast. We won't post anything that will make you feel like you're missing out, I don't think. <laughs> Although there are some great pictures of Josh's hair in college. And you are missing out if you don't go look at those. That's some FOMO and some FOBO. I yeah. Mean, that's there that's is all no wrapped up option. in one right there. No yeah. way. <laughs> so, yeah. And you can also find us on iTunes, guys. Don't forget, um, you can subscribe there and leave us a review. That would be great. Okay. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye.